This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Larry Richard unfiltered with Jim Crenn and Sheila Hyland from 23rd and Vine, East Carson Street near the Birmingham Bridge on Pittsburgh's Bourbon Street. That's Southside, right? Southside. And this is episode 12. The Dirty Dozen. Wow. We made it. Dirty <laughs> we made it. We have a dozen. This is a big the episode. The Dirty Dozen. And, we have uh, a special guest for this one. Yeah, we have a very special guest, someone with real talent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As opposed to the rest of us. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank God not. we brought real talent. That's right. Somebody with real talent, uh, Maria Caruso, founder, artistic director of Bodyography Contemporary Ballet, but she has spent time, lived in New York, is bouncing back and forth, Broadway, and when I say bodyography, Maria, I think immediately of Jim Crenn. Thank you, because of Absolutely. my because of my uh, l how flexible I am and my ballet skills. We may have an opportunity. Lift that leg. Let's see. Whoa! During the course of she's got her leg all the <laughs> way up. full. Ooh, crackling pull. going on. Yeah, there. it's very bad. Well, yeah. thanks for taking this is, time. This is Limber's city. <laughs> thanks for having me. Well, you know, Jimmy's a new singer, so he's going to have to add and incorporate. Movement. I need Absolutely. some dance. I need a little dance. Yeah. I can be your choreographer. All uh, right, we're in. Okay, I love it. I can do a little. Every movement. week we make a new deal for Jim of some Larry's sort. trying to build He's my career. He's going to be an actor <laughs> and Demon of Brownsville Road. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Larry's we, building we my met, entire we, career. There's not a podcast that goes by that we don't mention that. By the way, because that's become right, our let's theme. Let's get it out part. of the way. Maria the is an artist. Let her evaluate. Mm -hmm. So there is a fork, forthcoming movie called The Demon on Brownsville Road. We had we had the man behind it, Bob oh. Cramner, and uh, it was a fascinating story. But there's a a place in this for an exorcist, and <gasps> I have been pitching Jimmy because he actually met the actual exorcist after yes, he had yeah. retired. You really? Yeah. And, wow. And go ahead. Since I've been doing the same line, I'm, I changed it up now because okay. we do this a lot now. It's now picture. I'm the exorcist. I walk in. There's the demon. Right. You don't see it, but you hear it. And I got my little bag. And I got my priest clothes, and I'm like, you know, get out. Get out, you demon. You're going to stay. You're going to pitch in on rent. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think? Does it have promise? Oh, tre <laughs> tremendous <laughs> promise. 
You have exercised the demon. I become the exercise. There's got to be a dance role in there somewhere too, I right? I think so too. I feel like there's got to be. I, I feel like if you have long robes, I mean, we could do some floating, some borets. I mean, <laughs> borets. I can teach you. We can do that. Can you teach me like a moonwalk? It'd be real cool to moonwalk. Oh out. my gosh. Like backwards, like, mm, like. And I hate to tell you, it wasn't Michael Jackson that invented the moonwalk. It goes back to the mid '50s. Really? What? With the oh, dancer. Really? I have the video. What I'll show you. Ah. How do you know this? I, Wait till you see. You'll be shocked. But I want to know if Sheila has ever danced. I have danced. I did tap and jazz back in the day when, you know, most of us young girls did those things. And I did a lot of musical theater growing up. And Musical theater? I did, yes. Tap is cool. Tap Tap is is awesome. It's it's like a dying art. You don't hear of anybody doing tap anymore, but they still do it on Broadway. Yes, and the kids all the time are like, oh, tap. I'm like, why do you not want to tap? It's like rhythm because everyone wants to do hip hop or contemporary. And I I try so hard to get kids into tap because it teaches rhythm and musicality and and it's just fun. Maria, Maria, come on. Here. Can you do it? She's going to do a little tap. Let's see. Look, let's watch. Here, stop, pop, step, flat, step, what? Pop, step, flat, step. I can't, you can't hear it. My shoes. Oh, I should have brought my shoes. You needed to tap. You have the shoes of a dancer on. Look, Sheila does And then how about this? Buffalo. Remember? That's a way. That is so cool. Now we got to start a TikTok version of this. What's that called? It's called a cramp roll. How you do it again? Cramp roll. Toe, toe, heel, heel. Gosh, I have the wrong toe, shoes. Toe, heel, heel. Oh, you can do it. Yeah, so, so, so it's like right toe, left toe, right heel, left heel. Yeah. So you nice toe, Tory Burch shoes, by the way, too. Thank you. What's it called? Cramp roll. And there you go. Cramp roll all day. See how you do that? That was good. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it good? Would it make a little noise if you had a little taps on? Oh, my gosh. Be- I, could, I could make a song. Before this podcast is over, <laughs> Jimmy will cramp roll. I do. I will. I will. I mean, if you I want cramp to... roll every morning, <laughs> right out of bed. <laughs> oh. I mean, I heard this comedian say, you know, yeah. when you're young and you're dancing or you're playing cramp sports, yeah. sometimes you get sore doing this or that. You wake up, you get injured. He said, I'm at a point in my life where when I go to sleep, there's a 50 50 shot, I might be injured. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I feel for him. You wake up like, what happened? I pulled a I hamstring. I shoulder surgery. I did, I did like I partial, pulled a hammy. Partial. Sleeping. Tear. You know, it's funny. When I, I used to, when I work in Atlantic City, uh, I used to work at the Tropicana before I got into radio. And uh, and I used to, they used to have this cafeteria where, you know, all the performers were. And uh, all the young ladies who were dancers, they're like football players. That's all we talk, they talk about was knee in, uh, oh, Hey, gosh, Jimmy, yeah. I got yeah, it's two knee surgeries here. I'm rehabbing this thing. And it's a it's a grueling, Good physically yeah. grueling thing. They're like ball players. They, they only have so many years, too. They sit just like ball players. It's, just, it's like being a running back. Oh, it's in intense. A, right? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Well, you dealt with that. I'm 41. You're still cooking. You're I'm like Tom kicking, Brady. Kicking like Van Damme on a good day. You are. You're like yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. You're not I just mean, kicking. I mean, you've been um, to Off-Broadway. You, you told us earlier that you were the only person to open, the only dancer to open two shows on the same night. Yes. Right? So, in, New, in New York. Yeah. So what it was a little bit. So, oh, God. Uh, my two shows. Mm-hmm. So let me back up and just give you the whole story real okay. quick. So uh, on February 29th in 2020, I had a performance here in Pittsburgh. It was my first time ever doing my solo show, which okay. I started in 2018 as a commission for the Carmel Dance Festival in Israel. Um, and I, you know, toured with this work all over the world and I had never done it in Pittsburgh, uh, because this was really personal, very emotional sure. piece. And I was kind of like, I don't really want anybody 
to that I know to see it quite yet but I thought well you know I'm going to be announcing that I have this 80s rock ballet going off Broadway and I'm going to be announcing I'm going to blow the roof off of this building in the North Shore here and I'm going to build this theater on you know on the top floor so this one and done February 29th leap year let's just let's just do metamorphosis well I left the next day had the performance left the next day and went to Brazil performed it there and then started heading off on tour and then the pandemic happened so I brought my company back we were on our way to Italy brought my company back literally the the borders had shut at like 9 a.m. we landed we were like the first people off of the plane with everyone had hazmat suits on it was kind of crazy so you know Obviously, we kind of navigated through the pandemic, and as Broadway started opening back up, it was it was a question as to whether a large cast work would be viable. Uh, and my husband said, "Well, you know, if you can't do your '80s ballet, why don't you just talk to the producers about doing your solo show?" And I thought, "It's such high art. It's 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 a high art work, meaning that it's 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 very different than an eighties rock ballet really. So I, I, he said, I don't know. He's like, I really just think there's a lot of content in there that people that speaks to people, um, particularly who have been through a pandemic and, um, you know, it offers people a lot of solace. And I said, okay, fine, I'll send it in. So I submitted it and then I ended up, that show got picked up just by, I had no intention. I intended on metamorphosis to be done on February 29th, 2020. And then it took on an entire new life. Well, then I had, then as the pandemic, you know, progressed and as things started opening up, it, it seemed viable to have a larger cast work and a solo show. So I had two uh, producers, two different theaters. And I thought, well, I have, I have the summer, I have nine weeks. So, you know, I have to be back for September 7th, from my building mm-hmm. to to start my 20th anniversary season with my company why not just do two shows on one day for wow. nine weeks you know let's just go kind of crazy and everyone was like maria are you crazy like you you like start in the other show like that's like two full that's like two the, the physical, physical puts important uh, amazing it, so, so like I, you're doing one show in the afternoon and then you go do another show in no, the evening? Or? So what happened was I, I thought I needed to separate them out a little bit. So I would fly to New York on Wednesdays. On Thursday evening, I'd have uh, my solo performance of Metamorphosis, the more serious work. And then on Friday, my dancers would fly in from Pittsburgh. And then I would do a 7 o'clock show. And they would be warming up with my rehearsal director in the basement of the theater that I was performing in. While performing, I would get off stage and I would transition in 30 minutes and we would together walk to the next theater on 50th and Broadway and I would be backstage ready to go for the next show. I'm tired hearing that. Larry, if I do stand up for like an hour, I'm like beat for like two days, man. There's a lot of physical energy put out when you're performing. That'd be some stamina there. Yes. Right? You know, I think I'm in the best shape of my life and now, now for sure. I mean, it, it, it first it was intense, but then as I progressed, I guess when you think about it in, in the short term, I thought, okay, nine weeks, I can do this four shows a week, nine weeks, one night back to back. And at the end of the nine weeks, metamorphosis got picked up for an extended run and with additional shows. So I stayed in New York and still commuted back and forth. I closed metamorphosis, or sorry, I closed rearview mirror, my eighties, uh, rock ballet because I wanted a bigger theater. And so I got picked up at a bigger theater, but we just 
perform that last week. So, um, so I stayed in New York until the end of October. And then at the end of October, I, I was supposed to still be in New York with Metamorphosis until the end of December, but I had all these amazing tour opportunities to go all over the world. And, you know, it is, it is, uh, extraordinarily viable as a solo artist because you know especially during a pandemic i you know i'm one person so i don't have a huge cast i don't have a huge traveling team so it makes it optimal to continue to produce artwork that's meaningful to continue to be out in the community because i do think that art in every capacity is healing and and really good for the soul whether it's from a comedic perspective or a serious perspective you have a whole range your, your life is so exciting i'm whole time thinking it's so exciting the highlight of my week is if they had two for one chicken dumplings at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. That <laughs> is <laughs> like my highlight. No, I hear you, you're brother. like I'm like wow. You're just like this and that in New York. I was in oh Brazil and oh Israel. Oh and then if I take a trip to Westview with me, oh my God, it's amazing. Jimmy and I took a ride. We went to Century Three Mall to see where we used to go. Yeah, that's big. That was big. You know what? You should take this show on the road and join me. And and I could put you into the show. I mean, really, oh. there's, there's talent here. I've been waiting for guys. I'm, there's talent there's here. Dance, there's dance there's talent. There's talent. There's dancing. Dancing. Yes. Broadway has been calling me. There's singing. I'll be your announcer. Guys, we're we're Let's doing do a review mirror here in Pittsburgh on New Year's Eve. Okay. I can put you in. For, I have some cameo call? roles. Oh, yeah. What do they call that? I know in opera they call it a supernumerary. In the movie business Ooh, they I'm call impressed. it extras. Yeah. For a cameo in a dance musical, what do they call it? Call it a, cam- a cameo, a cameo, a guest role, a guest star. You'd be a guest star. Would we have to dance? Would do something like a little move. Well, yes, of move? course you oh, would. Oh, okay. You know, I was in. I want to do a little move. I can get. I can do a oh. whole piece just for you. Oh, New Year's I mean, gosh. Yeah, we New wouldn't have much time to learn it. I could have a couple beverages. It could be trouble, but I'd do it. I mean, you're talking about preparation. Why would I'm things in. change okay, I love now? Larry, are you going to do it with me? Well, let's talk it over. <laughs> this could be big. This I, could be huge. I want harmonica. Harmonica. No one's done yeah. it. I do the uh, mouth organ. Very cute. Okay, I'm, I'm bringing the kazoo. As, as, I have it with me you too. But you carry it everywhere you go. I noticed that. You know, cool. I think it's cool. You it's, never knew you that. Said, I didn't know until this year. It's really actually good. Actually, talented. Percussion. I love it. It's you know one thing you want to be able to do one thing, in the arts, you know singing, dancing, mm-hmm. or playing a musical instrument. You know, I had a a nun in grade school that looked at my hands and said, harmonica. you'll never play the violin. And I'm like, I don't want to play the you violin. You want harmonica? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I'm going to produce. You know, you're doing my movie? I'm going to produce this album, this harmonica album. I have it all figured out later. We get some dusty look. It's going to be the lovable hobo, it's going to be called. <laughs> How about the recorder? Well, you, know, you, have, you don't hear much huge. recorder these I days. I dabbled in the recorder. Did you dabble in that? Yeah. Okay. But let's be honest. It's not that exciting. We no, did play the kazoo. Cool, we mm-hmm. had the guy right in the same chair you're in who was the curator of Boaz Frankel of the Kazoo, Kazoo, Kazoo Museum. Museum. Yeah, in, down near in what, Tennessee? Is that right? Carolina. The Kazoo is not easy to play. Okay. Okay. I know. The Kazoo Larry is hard. We, hard. we learned that. Did it's you? It's kind of a process that so we didn't know. Billy Joel does the, the harmonica cool. There's, there you go. It's cool. Just line up with Billy Joel. You could do Billy Joel. All right, we want to talk a lot more about <laughs> the arts, Maria. Caruso, Bodyography. Yes, oh my God, you say that. that sounds <laughs> On, so beautiful. I Larry love it. Larry Richard Unfiltered, Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland. Check it out. Odyssey, it's the free app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, kdkradio.com. we got a whole bunch of really cool people that we've had a chance to talk to, including Maria Caruso. All right. 
Larry Richard, unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Hyland, and our very special guest, Maria Caruso, the woman behind Bodyography, Contemporary Ballet, but so much more. And I love tra- travel stories. Oh, and cool. you've been everywhere. Body you were ones. just in Italy? Yes. I was. I went uh, two weeks, well, two weeks ago. Okay. I went from Portugal to, to Spain, Spain to Italy. I was performing. Well, that old and then we headed to New York and switched gears. And I was doing Metamorphosis on tour. And then I went to New York for uh, another run off Broadway of Riri I need a new life. Woo! It's unbelievable. I'm and so And I just impressed. got back in time to check out my, my facility and see how we're Where doing. Where is your facility? In the North Shore. So oh, it's an old okay. mattress factory. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, we're near the stadiums. Yeah, right behind far. behind the behind the casino, more so. Yeah, up yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, my amazing partner. And you have a studio too in Squirrel Hill as well. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. And my studio in Squirrel Hill. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it was Gene Kelly's first dance studio. That's pretty cool. <gasps> oh, no, we didn't know that. So it's got a lot of really great energy, and yeah. uh, yeah. I'm not leaving that building. We're just expanding and um, trying to. Uh, raise the roof actually we're blowing the roof off the building literally um, which is causing us a bit of we have some delays because it's hard to get steel during a pandemic it's hard to get people it's hard to get people so yeah if you need any steel work you call Jimmy Uh, yeah I'll tell you what I I need some steel work done (laughs) you got that so you teach teach kids in classes and that's pretty cool yes so we have a a conservatory um, and our focus is teaching dance as a language and uh, which makes us a little different than the regular kind of dance uh, conservatoire. And uh, we also have an affiliation with La Roche University. So we have a college preparatory program where dancers in high school can earn college credits their wow. junior and senior year and uh, graduate from an, uh, an undergraduate program like La Roche in a shorter amount of time. So it's basically what I did uh, years in the 90s. I was the first person to do it and the last. And so I kind of re-piloted the program and and so that's what our connection is. And at the uh, Movement Factory, which is going to open up hopefully in, in 2022, hopefully. Where did you go to high school? I went to high school um, up north in Ford City High School. Okay. I did my, Oh, that far north? Yeah. I did my, I, my junior, senior year in high school, my freshman year in college, all in one year. So my, my mom drove me when I was 15. So I graduated high school and at 16, and I already was a sophomore in college. And then I left Pittsburgh and went to Florida State. And you haven't slowed down since. My no, I don't gosh, even have time. I, 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 I'm nothing. just amazed. I, my life is nothing. How, how you find time for all this. And you're, you know, you're in Italy, you're in New York, and yet you're trying to build this new... Yeah. Dance studio on the the north. We're so lucky to I'm have you. I'm still trying to figure out how to change the clock on my car. Oh God, that <laughs> you've done all this. That's a tough one. I it still is. can't figure that Thank one you. out. Thank but you, you see, me see the beauty of you, Maria, is you have people to do that stuff. You do all these things first. Mm-hmm. You do all that. You can get people to change your clock, Jim. I don't know if you're aware of that. You can go to YouTube. I've been asking. <laughs> you can search. <laughs> search. Tell me out. You know, you can Google just about anything. I'm saying that's true. Thank God for Google. We have a car where I didn't know how to change the clock when we did it a yeah. few weeks ago i'm like oh. so no one knows how to do that you know what maria says, what we're trying to YouTube. tell you is we're pathetic we're really just pathetic. No, yes I, yes i'm pathetic the simple well technology has evolved so much i can't figure out things half the time i have to like ask my daughter like i'm like oh my god i don't even know how to 
like and then then the whole like social media thing like have you heard this like facebook is like you're old like oh yes. Facebook. Yeah. you're yes. still on facebook? you're still on facebook, facebook. and i'm like oh god no, you have you not discovered tiktok oh my god I... snapchat <laughs> tiktok we're tiktok instagram you know bob papiani great sports guy here everybody knows bob bob is one of those people and jimmy and sheila know he's doing everything all day he's like every you. day Energy. he's on the tv he's on the radio he's at the game he's doing charity work now his daughter selena's got him doing tiktok dances did you see this I he's good yet, at them he's pretty good yeah i did he's well. pretty good it's at not it. fair that people get that much in one body <laughs> Like well, you, Maria. It's, it's oh, a, oh, like you're a slacker, Larry. Uh, yeah, really. But I, I was going to say, do you ever slow down? <laughs> no. I'm afraid oh if God, I do, 90, you know. You have nine jobs. <laughs> more. Seriously. But, but Gotta keep it going. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, but Time. that'll be next. Have Maybe you guys done TikTok? We did. I'll tell you what. We, we had this young it. guy. Uh, he was here. Yes. And, you know, he had a lot of challenges in his life. He's uh, Brandon. Real nice kid. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon. Max Good is kid. his tiktok name mm -hmm. he has almost three million people to follow wow. him. now think about a that. video with us mind-boggling number and it all started with a uh grilled cheese sandwich right him and his dad were at this place and they had a bad grilled cheese and he said who could screw up a grilled cheese so he does these little videos and we marveled at the way he did it with us in the moment and, but it was all edited up, ready to go, and he sent it off. And I don't know how many views we got. He had a director's wow, mind, though. This couple, oh, he could, he couple hundred thousand? hundred thousand. Wow, wow really? So, We're famous. The reason, the reason I say <laughs> this to you is don't take that part lightly because art is meant to be shared, mm -hmm. seen, felt. Right. So there may be opportunities for you and your dancers at some point to do some cool little TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. that I've got to up my game. Jimmy can perform. You've got to yeah, get you're some clearly, you I'm not, really am not making it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not with it. I'm moving <laughs> yeah. so fast that it, like I've not, I've not slowed down enough to to recognize the importance of of TikTok, and I, I Wait, I'm, I I'm embarrassed. You're, you know, you're actually you're doing okay. okay. I mean, don't, Tell don't us feel more bad. about the dance studio that's to be though that you hope to open in 2022. What it's going to be unique. Like oh yeah, nothing yes. we've ever had so in it's, Pittsburgh. It's it's kind of a multifunctional facility and space, and you know I've worked with um, the architects to kind of like redesign it during the pandemic because I said I'm going to be ready for the next pandemic. You know, I got, you have to be ready. So when we created it um, originally, it was going to be more so just like a convertible studio spaces that that really turned into a black box theater. And since then, you know, um, I've really worked hard to think about um you know performance from so many different facets can we do something in the round what's a black box theater so um it's just a it's just a very traditional theater set up you know um where it's like a box that it's usually black yeah, inside <laughs> yeah with black not seating the traditional and, proscenium oh, yeah. um basically we have uh we've we're lifting up the roof um and we're creating two four major studios that have walls that come in to separate it out. Um, and then we have a wall where there are theater seats that you can pull them out of the wall. And then, you know, it will look like a traditional theater space where you have a performance stage. Right. And then you have, you know, the traditional, the, I say stadium seating, but theater seating. Right. But I th thought a lot about, you know, art can be 
seen in different capacities. Like, why can't we see something in the round? So that hmm. wouldn't work if we only make it accessible that way. So it's, it's designed that we could have anything from a wedding to uh, a performance and we can cover like everything we can cover everything from you know comedy theater music musical theater cool. dance music everything and um you know my vision for the space is really to make it a, a very inclusive space um and it's it's really beautiful because you can see the city hmm. and it's it's very atypical to have any kind of performance venue on the roof you know, right. are on the top of, of, a, cool. of a building. And but you will accept comedians. We will, yes. I, I, that was my whole vision was to transition from <laughs> being wait. a performer to being a presenter. And so that's, I'm looking for talent. I'm actively looking for oh, talent. There you go. I got a little gig. I got a little routine. I, I the love only it. thing I can offer you, Marie, is this. There is no smoking in the theater. Please take your seats yes. and <laughs> shut the hell up. The voice, <laughs> the voice of God. You do a, your voice is is stellar. It's it's Thank you. amazing. He's you know Larry's, Larry's, Larry's everywhere. He's like God. I swear to God, I, was, I did a corporate last night, at Rivers Casino. I'm like, here's Larry, like announcing. I'm like, my God, Larry, you're everywhere I go. I'm the over. They call them the overheads. So if you walked into the casino, you hear, "Welcome to Rivers Casino." Yes. And you know what? When you're in you the bathroom are. there too, you hear that as well. Please flush the Please toilet. Please leave all your devices in your car. Jimmy. And good luck, Jim, Jimmy. Check your zipper before you go on stage for the show. I did. But it's funny because I'll have friends that'll text me. Hey, I'm at Rivers Casino. Where are you at? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> no, there. That's a recording. No, no, I'll tell you, that was the first thing I heard when I walked in, man. And then I say, <laughs> I, was gonna call I said, what are you doing at the casino? Yeah. I'm setting them up, right? It's, a, it's an obvious question. Oh, I just came for the buffet. I'm like, I'm not your minister. It is legal to gamble. I'm just like, having some fun. <laughs> So, Jimmy, you've got a new venue. I'm excited. Yes, I'm going to do stand-up there and close with a soft shoe. I love oh. it. Yes. Soft shoe. I'm going to be like Sammy oh. Davis. Yes. Sammy Davis yes. did a soft shoe thing. Yeah. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. We're going to do some cramp. We're going to, oh, my God. Cramp rolls. Some I, I buffaloes. And we have to squeeze have to build this build up to this. When Jimmy's your dance, you have you have dance lessons now to go with your your voice lessons. <laughs> yes. I mean, your 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 schedule total, is just total, packed. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm totally you mean remade. schedule for Mr. Entertainment? Jimmy's schedule. Uh, he'll be shooting that movie too, actor, so that's gonna suck. Dancer. <laughs> no, at dinner, you have to two, dance my resume. Larry, say actor, comedian, writer, dancer. It's my new thing. I asked Jimmy how how should I introduce you, and he told me, you know, actor. Now, in that Andrew. order? Renaissance man. Renaissance man. Male yeah. model. Dancer. Animal lover. Nude model. Male model. Male model. Oh, oh yeah. well. Oh, or is there something <laughs> we don't know about? Whoa, nude Larry, model. No, no. Larry Whoa. never okay. mentions it. The other male oh. models talk about it. So why does he mention it? Like, I don't know. Does hey, you he know not what? respect our profession? Like, I, don't I know. want you to know, so I'm not totally art illiterate, is I actually performed in a real opera at the Benenum called Aida. Did you? You remember a guy named Tito Cababianco? He used to be the head of the opera. And he invited me to be a supernumerary. And I'm oh, like, what's that? Yes. That's pretty cool. What is yes. it? It's an extra. Oh, okay. Yeah, like in a movie. Like a cameo. So we did a two-part TV piece. And I had no idea what I was getting into. So these are real operatic actors did and you, singers. Did you sing did something? Did you sing? Note? Wait, no. So <laughs> I said... What he am I doing? The harmonica. Said, well, where I put the harmonica when I wasn't playing it was really the story. Okay. But we went to this uh, dressing area and I said, well, what kind of costume should I wear? And this guy comes out waving 
what is in essence an Egyptian thong. And Whoa. I'm like, that's my costume. He goes, no, it was this not. Is it. You're kidding Whoa. me. Oh, no. Do you have a now, photo of this anyway? I don't you destroyed know. Everything. Yes, you do. You Come on. So I go, yes, you do. I go, I'm the whitest body on earth. I said, how am I going to fit in with the Mediterranean look? Oh you know, because it's an Egyptian theme. Mm-hmm. And he said, we're going to paint your body. And I'm like, <laughs> he, he remembers so you. They, they painted my body. They put a headdress with the makeup like the you Egyptian do have a makeup. Photo. Please show me the photo. Now I'm so oh embarrassed. Oh my god, this is like the real deal. And I'm sucking it in the whole time. Like and, and I'm thinking, where am I gonna put the wireless microphone? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I'm talking to the other guys and I said, What what are we doing? And he, he goes, Your popliados. I go, What's that? Street swine. Oh, typecast. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And then started street I said, Well, what's my motivation? I thought it, you know, <laughs> they go, a true actor. They go, It's the triumphant march. Act like you're excited. I'm okay. like, Okay. So we get out on stage. And if you take a look at our video, so we had two cameras, the one that's the whole view of the stage, you see what here doesn't belong in this picture. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to see this. It's awesome. I said, Are you guys, this is on stage while we're doing the show and i said i talked to the guy behind me i yeah. said what am i supposed to do next and he looked terrified i stepped back stepped on his toe and then he started saying oh! <laughs> uh, that was... the best part is the guy that probably didn't have to paint your body just did it <laughs> oh <I'm> so embarrassed <laughs> time to paint your body i, see this. I do too do you have i'm dying like, to see i'm this. sorry we've run out he of has time <laughs> Right, you got to show Maria me, Caruso, Bodyography, <laughs> Contemporary Ballet. That's so awesome. how could somebody who wants to learn more about what you do or participate reach you? Uh, bodyography.com. That's how you can find us. Everything about the uh, what I affectionately call the empire, um, the arts empire, is all available there. You can find out about what's happening at the Movement Factory and what's happening in Squirrel Hill, uh, as well as cool. performances. And soon to be on TikTok. Exactly. You've got to explore exactly. that. I'm going to explore it. It's about expansion of the arts. So if you can get a few more million people. Of course. Can't well, be I think that's going to happen awesome. with your cameo appearance on New Year's Eve yes. in Rearview Mirror. Let's yes. talk. The best I'm 80s in. ballet out there. I got nothing else to do. Okay, good. I love it. Maria Caruso, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, thank, you for, thank you. Thanks, so much Maria. for having me. It was so much fun. Larry Richard Unfiltered, Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland, Episode 12, The Dirty Dozen. <laughs> Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crenn and Sheila Highland, episode 12. And looking forward to closing out 2021. I know a lot of us are looking forward to hopefully what will be a better year for many. But in the meantime, I think over the next few weeks, people are going to be watching movies. It's, it's true, right? Yeah. This right? is the time you go to the theater or watch them, you know, obviously watch them streaming now. There's supposed to be a, an escape from reality. And uh, it's, it's still great. It's we fun. have a freelance movie expert. Will Ashton is oh, here. Will, hey, you're Will. expert. Expert. Now. I was going to say that's very high praise, but I appreciate it. But you've you've done reviews in yeah. all kind of publications, right? Uh, city yeah. paper. Yeah, I've, I've written for the city paper. I've written for the Post Gazette. I've written for a lot of online publications, IndieWire, Business Insider. Uh, the playlist. I write for Cinema Blend as well, so just a bunch of places. Now, now the movies. Uh, I kept seeing ads for it. And it's online as uh, West, Side yeah, West Side Story, yeah. which is like everyone's talking about Spielberg. Is, who is it? Is that yeah, a, Steven Spielberg. I was like, 
in that oh. movie originally was uh, Robert Wise yeah, and relate sixty one nineteen sixty one. So uh, why sixty years later did yeah. they want to redo this with Spielberg? Yeah, I mean, well, it, Spielberg has actually remade a number of his film, or his favorite films before. Like he did Always with a guy named Joe, and then War of the Worlds in two thousand five, one of his favorite films, the original one. Uh, so I think he's because he's been doing this for like what forty or fifty years right now, and he hasn't made a musical, which is ridiculous. But I mean, yeah, he finally gets to make a musical, and it's one of those things where it's like you don't think about, it, but like as soon as he does a musical, it's just like, oh yeah, he's like perfect for a musical. His choreography, everything he frames is so precise. That it just makes sense that he, he finally a good did. Story. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so, have you seen it? Yeah, I just saw it how, on. How does uh, it compare to the original, and is it worth seeing? Um, well, the original I think is one of the best musicals ever made, or movie musicals ever made, um, right up there with like Singing in the Rain and all that. So it's hard to compare it to that, but I think it's a worthy remake, which is uh, certainly high praise for a remake for sure. Well, and this, the yeah. actress in it too is brand new. I mean, this is her first uh, yeah. Role, uh, Rachel Zeigler is Maria in the film, and yeah, she's like I think like a teenager, just like her first major film. I think she was like on YouTube or something like that before this. But yeah, her first film, and she's outstanding. Well, what about just the whole industry with COVID shutting down mm -hmm. theaters for so long? I mean, they reopened, but they haven't come near to right where they had been. This has changed the dynamic with streaming mm -hmm. episodes that aren't movies, but they're kind of mini movies right. of right. all kinds. This has really stressed the old school movie business right yeah well and also we're this is a weird time now we're like what defines a movie and what defines a show like there's on disney plus the um the beatles documentary get back and it's like a three-part like eight-hour thing and it's like is that a movie or a show i don't know at this point but um yeah with covid productions it's just i mean i haven't been on set for a covid production so i don't quite know how it compares to a traditional film but it's uh yeah it's just a challenge especially for the theaters the, i also yeah the interesting thing like you said like I'm looking at West Side Story yeah. online. It's on streaming. Right. And the other movie that's like everyone's talking about, I guess, as far as a possible Academy, Belfast. Yeah, Belfast. And uh, if, a, if a movie doesn't have a, a car chase in it or sure. any kind of like uh, Goodfellas vibe, I'm out. Right. So with, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't like rom-coms? <laughs> Gotta have, well. What about? Everyone's what? Oh, love Actually. Oh, okay. The big I like rom -coms. high adventure action movies, the Spider-Man Marvel series. <laughs> yeah, that series. comes out. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing Spider-Man tonight, so I... We'll have more of the report in a little bit, I guess, for that one. But, what got um, you into movies in the first place? What got me in the movies? Um, I don't know. I mean, my earliest memory was just being at my house and sorting VHS tapes before I could read. Hmm. Like, I could see the logos and like, okay, so like that goes with this one. So, I don't know. Somehow from there, I just got really into movies. I don't quite know how it happened, but... I'm happy for it. What's I'll your all-time favorite movie? All-time favorite movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The original or yeah. the Johnny Depp? No, the Johnny Depp one's fine. Um, cool. But Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is my favorite film. Yeah. Okay, second favorite. Probably Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Really you know, it really is. Yeah. It's uh, like easily like one of the first few films you can show somebody. and you know, I mean, they might get scared of the monkeys, but... Uh, I was Everyone in, my brother enchanted. works in yeah. the industry. He's yeah. a, He's been a camera operator in Los Angeles for 30 years. He took me into the studio where they filmed. There were tracks still on the ceiling that they wired the monkeys to really? fly. Oh, really? That's where they shot the That's... flying monkeys. Oh, really? Was, yeah. Why something that trivial was so cool and exciting, I don't know. But I was into it. That is yeah. interesting. And that, it and is. Just the whole business. Mm -hmm. I think Sheila and Jim and I. Or fascinated oh, yeah. by the movie industry. I'll Larry, get you, my pretty. La well, Larry, Larry, and your little dog. Larry's actually, Larry's actually written and produced the movie, which is pretty oh, yeah? cool. 
it's that's what makes you you when you watch movies you appreciate how difficult it is, right, Larry? To make yeah, a movie, uh, see a good movie. You're like, wow. John Mowat and I uh, wrote a screenplay called Amazing Racer, and okay. it has uh, Lou Gossett Jr. Oh wow, okay. Eric Roberts. Oh, nice. Yeah. Jason Gedrick, Claire okay. Ferlani, Daryl Hannah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Scott Eastwood, right? Scott Eastwood, Clint nice. Eastwood's wow. son. I mean, it. If you get a chance. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Uh, is it streaming or is it available? Now streaming wherever fine films are. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's on Amazon. I, I'll tell you yeah. what. Yeah. If you commit to watch it, now sure. it's a family film, so it might not be. Okay. You know. I like family films. Your I like genre. Films. Okay. Yeah, sure. uh, you watch it. Give me the invoice. I'll pay you for the fi- <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> She like. I'm gonna watch. I haven't watched. I've seen it. Will you, I've seen will you, will you take ninety minutes? I'll it's pay you for it. it. No, Larry, it's a good you. movie. You know what? You I recommend give me people a watch. A bottle of wine first, and then I'll watch it. A wine's always better. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely. Okay, you good. could. No, and it's actually. Watch it. It's actually a great family movie, and it's well, got major actors. It does, and it's it's timeless. I thought it would age. Yeah. With you know, it would be dated. Yeah. But it's 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 cool. I mean, it still works. The, the the cool thing is the actors that you got, man. That's a heck of a lineup, man. Charles Durning, who was a Lifetime Academy Award achievement recipient, mm-hmm. who stormed the beach at Normandy, was that. in a hospital for like two years, and that's where he developed his interest in acting. Really? Do you know wow. that? I had no idea. No. no, I didn't know that. Wow. You have lots of trivia wow. in yeah, that brand I'm full of it, is what <laughs> Sheila's trying to tell you, Will. So what else, uh, if you had, let's list some more movies. So if you, you were recommending some go-tos for the holiday season. Like what they should see? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, out, let's yeah. see. Uh, have you guys seen Dune yet? No. no. Is Dude. that worth a look? Yeah, I mean, I think, also, yeah, they, they put that on HBO Max as well. I think it was day to date. Yeah, Dune, if you can see Dune and West Side Story in theaters, I think they're the ones to see. You don't you don't recommend Belfast, do you think? Or do you do? Belfast, I, I think it's more that because it's now currently the front runner that I'm a little more negative than I was at the time. I think it's fine. The weird thing about Belfast for me is that when the movie was being promoted and released, they were like, this is his, Kenneth Branagh's most personal film. Like, this is a film going back to his childhood, all this stuff. And I watch it, and I'm like, this weirdly feels impersonal. Like, it doesn't feel like... It feels like him trying to do, like, the, like, 400 blows. Like, trying to, like, mimicking these other movies as opposed to doing something more from his own personal life. It's the front runner for the Academy Awards? Yeah, that one and Power say, yeah, of the Dog. Tell us more about the Academy Awards. Sure. Too soon to try to no, make I mean, things for that? Uh, yeah, currently the front runners are Belfast and then Power of the Dog, which is a Netflix film Jane Campion directed. That's uh, Ben Cumberbatch, uh, Kirsten Dunn. He's so or, good. He's cool. Ben right? Cumberbatch, yeah. I he's, just watched mm-hmm. the yeah. director's cut of The Current War. It's the oh, true yeah, yeah. story about Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse. Yeah. Really? And Cumberbatch What's plays Edison, The, the Current, current War. War, because yeah. DC and AC Current were battling which would be the dominant in the mm-hmm. country. And I didn't realize Thomas Edison. He was like, kind of an ego. Yeah. Oh, but he was ferocious. Come on, he was Thomas Edison. Yeah. We got to wow. give it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so he came up with a light bulb. A lot to have an ego and the phonograph, it. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Cumberbatch was brilliant. Yeah, he's in a that. good actor, man. Um, I yeah, like and this. His name. Yeah, and my favorite thing about that performance, I think, if I had to pick one for like best actor right now, I'd probably pick him, Benedict Cumberbatch, because that's a performance where like you see it, and at first you're just like, okay, Benedict Cumberbatch, like, you know, the name Benedict Cumberbatch, like he's playing this rough and tumble you know cowboy and you're like how's like this very british posh like benedict cumberbatch right. going yes. to be right howdy y'all i'm benedict cumberbatch you know just like and you see it and it's like oh that's kind of the point without giving too much away it's like yeah. he uh Transforms in this. well not only that but like he 
his character, there's so much to it as far as like he is embodying what a male should be or in his view, like what the man should be at this time. And his performance is so layered. And that's not only like how the character is trying to portray himself, but how he's almost like aware of like he's in a movie and how he has to like kind of build this identity of being this, you know, perfect masculine male. And it really makes for a very thoughtful layered film. I've been thinking about a lot since I've seen it for sure. So when you're watching a movie, you're looking for what you don't like, what's, what's don't, wrong with the movie, right? I mean, because you um, watch so many that you maybe don't watch it the way we, the rest of us do? I guess. I don't really try to go into a movie being like, that. I'm, I, I hope I'm not cynical enough to where I'm just like, this is what I'm looking for is like, that's bad. That doesn't work. I just more but like... that was I, part of being a movie critic, was sort being of, a little bit cynical. I mean, for me, I think I just try to get into it. And then like, as I'm watching films, like, okay, what's sticking out? Like, what's not exactly working here? It's a very weird thing. I, I I wish I had a better, more eloquent way of describing it, but yeah. But that's a that's a good point. And one of the things I notice now is if you don't go to a theater, which few people are going still, right. is there's a tendency if you watch a movie at home, mm-hmm. you're you're looking at your text, you're right. you're missing you're so focused. much yeah, because presumably everything that's put in a movie right. visually and sound is supposed to build to a story and a message right so if you are missing chunks of it along the way you might not really get it that's a a great point because there's time streaming where it's literally i watch half the movie come back and watch it later the other half so you're not really right you got to be locked in my brother that lives in la that works in the industry is a purist like he wants to go into movies he doesn't want anybody to talk i don't want to hear your candy wrapper opening that's more or less what i'm like i tried you like that yeah basically yeah so you go to movies during the day uh yeah i mean i go anytime really but yeah with um power of the dog i going back to that one i work at the harris theater and we played i think we're the only theater besides maybe the manor and squirrel hill that played power of the dog and unfortunately attendance was pretty low because i mean like you said like People are just like, well, I can just watch this on Netflix. Why would I go to the theater? But if you see the film, it's like it's the type of film where if you don't fully pay attention, you could go at the end of it and be like, oh, like I missed this. Why did that happen? But if you like pay attention, you see the little cues. It's if you really, you know, divide your attention to it, just focus on it. It becomes such an enriching film. And I think I love going to the theaters because you can have that distraction from the world you can fully put your phone away or i hope people put their phone my, away. my, fav- my yeah. favorite thing about going to the theater i go whenever there's a, a film that was made in pittsburgh yeah it's like to hear people behind going you can't go through the armstrong tunnel and then end up on oh, Grand yeah. street you can't do that <laughs> you ever see um that's so true right oh, here we go. you, you ever can't see... make a left there it's, it's not one anatomically way. correct it doesn't yeah. work you He's on Mount Washington all of a sudden. I just watched uh, For Halloween. Have you seen Innocent Blood? It was filmed back in the 90s. Yes. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen I've, it. I just saw it for the first time. There's a scene in there where Robert Loggia is like driving and he like goes like somehow through Liberty Tunnels, like all the way through Pittsburgh. And it's just like, as a Pittsburgher, you're just like, can't do that. Grammatically, like, how is can't that possible? <laughs> yeah. But nobody else in the country knows, so they don't care. Yeah. All right. Final yeah. question, okay. Will. Sure. Is, and this is one I have to see in a theater. Okay. Is. Top Gun coming out next year. Yeah, it's coming out in May. They keep pushing it back, okay. but as of now, at least, it's coming out like at the start of the summer movie season 2022. I mean, we're going to go. We got to go. That's, that's you yeah. I'm in. I'll buy the popcorn. All right. Will yeah. Aston, where can people find your work? Sure. Um, well, yeah, I got my shirt on and everything. I do a podcast called Cinemaholics with uh, my friend John Negroni. We do that once a week. We uh, just reviewed West Side Story. I was talking about that with the other day. Uh, and then I also write for a bunch of publications. I'm actually in the transition period between one 
publication to another, so I don't want to jinx it. But um, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter and you can follow on my work. So. And we can find you at the Harris Theater as well. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. see me at the Harris Theater, hopefully I'll be in a good mood. I'll say hello. Ah, <laughs> all right, we well. appreciate see you coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sheila Highland, thank you. This uh, is going to wrap up 2021. Oh, and then we sad. got we got Not some really. things we got things oh, okay. coming in the new year. Maybe some travel would be involved. Oh, yes. You know, I'm you know what's funny when, when you said 2021. Remember when we were like kids, man. It seemed like, like no. But you think we like driving like we'd all be with like like silver spacesuits and like driving the jets in cars or something in 2022, yeah. man. But now there's a guy in a Tesla actually doing that. Actually, it is working. I remember so, when Prince's good song. Point. Party like it's 1999. Yes, that's, that's, so, that's so last century. Yes. Yeah, it seemed like forever. Jim Crenn, and I want to thank Rick Dolnak, who is a, uh, a fantastic actor, and our producer, Dick Roberts, Jim Petolsky, our engineer, who's done a fabulous job, and everybody for participating. If you've gotten this far, you're a dozen in. The Dirty Dozen, Lucky Larry Richard, days. Unfiltered, <laughs> Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland. And we want to thank uh, 23rd and Vine, Bob Bazzelli, Louis Caputo. Happy New Year. Download on the free Odyssey app or go to kdkradio.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 